Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfast. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just three thirty-three, or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Planning any parties? Try serving cool, refreshing Horlicks malted milk. Here are three very special advantages of Horlicks. The flavor is delicious. It's easy to prepare and it saves a lot of expense. Old and young like it because of its full, delicious flavor, unlike any other beverage. It's easy to prepare because all you have to do is mix the powder with either water or milk, whichever you prefer, and you're all set. It saves a lot of money, too, because you don't have to serve a big supper when you serve Horlicks. By itself, or with a few simple sandwiches, Horlicks makes a pleasing, satisfying meal. And by the way, you can make up a pitcher full of Horlicks beforehand, if you like, and keep it in the refrigerator. Get a package from your druggist. He has it in both natural and chocolate flavors. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Squire Skimp has threatened to bring suit against Laman Abner for $1,000 for alleged injuries that he received when he fell in their theater last week. Friday, however, he made them a proposition to settle the matter out of court for a third interest in their picture show. The old fellows have promised to give him their decision on the matter today. And as we look in at the Jotham Down store now, we find them explaining the proposition to their friend Dick Huddleston. Listen. And uh, that was the only kind of a settlement that he was willing to make, huh? Yeah, I told him we'd love to settle it out of court if we could, and he said if we'd give him a third interest in a picture show and make him the manager, why, he'd drop the charges. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. Well, uh, he's been trying to get a third interest in that picture show ever since we opened up over there. Yeah, looks like he's got us to where we can't do nothing else but let him in now. Well, the third anything he chose was worth more than $1,000, isn't it, Lum? Well, it is the way business has been for the last week. Ever since Squire closed up, we've been making some good money out of it. Well, I'd take it to court before I'd settle with him on those terms, then. The trouble is, old Dick, if we take it to court and he wins a judgment again, where are we going to get the $1,000 to pay him off with? Yeah, that's what I'd like to know, too. We ain't got no $1,000. Yeah, but you don't know what he's going to win the case. Just because he's suing you, that don't mean that he's going to collect it. Looks like he's got a pretty good case again, so. Yeah, that, that note we sent him is about all he'll need to win the case. What's that, Abner? Nothing. Abner, can't you keep nothing to yourself? Well, I never seen no reason not to tell Dick about it. He's trying to help us. Oh, that's all right. Well, I ain't trying to keep nothing from you, Dick. I just sort of hate to tell you about it because it, I don't know, it looks so silly, two old men like us not to have no more sense than to do what we done. What's that, Mom? Well, the other day, next day after Squire fell over there in the show, 
Me and Abner wanted to go over to his house and sort of cheer him up a little, but Doc Miller said he'd rather he had never had no visitors, so we decided just to write him a note and let him know how sorry we was that it happened. Well, I think that's a very nice thing for you to do. Well, I don't. That note's going to cause us a lot of trouble. Yeah, you see, the trouble is, Dick, we uh, told him in the note that we knowed it was our fault that he fell. and it Told was... him what? Uh, told him we felt responsible for that accident because we never had enough light in there for him to see where he's going. Oh, for goodness sake. What in the world did you ever tell him anything like that for? Yeah, I don't know. Couldn't think of nothing else to say, I reckon. Well, I see now why he was so afraid to take the case to court. Oh, well, sure. He's got the note, and he says he aims to use it, too. If they ever read that evidence in court, we won't have a leg to stand on. Huh? Nothing happened, nothing. Well, there's a mistake writing a letter like that, Ron. But did you sign it? Yeah, me and Abner both did. Leg to stand on? What the world did you see, we didn't mean we were showing up to blame over the accident. We were just trying to show Squire that we felt bad about it. Yeah. Just said it was our fault, because we never wanted him to think he was too awkward to walk down the aisle where the picture shows I'd fallen down. Well, sir, I'm thoroughly convinced now, fellas, that Squire had the whole thing planned before he came over to the show that night. You know, I was right there when he fell. I never could see any scratches or bruises or anything else anywhere. No. Well, Doc, uh, Miller examined him good, too, you know, and he couldn't find nothing wrong with him. Of course, if he claims there's something wrong with his back, why, it's going to be hard to prove in court that there isn't. That Squire's a slick one, all right. Yeah. We might save some expenses by just giving him a third interest in a picture show and settling it out of court. Well, I sure hate the idea of having him in there as a partner. Well, I do too, but he's got that note we wrote admitting it was our fault. Yeah. Ain't no use to carry to court when we know we're going to lose. And if we do lose, where are we going to get the thousand dollars to pay him with? I was just thinking, Rom. Squire's been so anxious to get an interest in that picture show that might be that you could still settle with him by giving him a third interest in the show even if you lose a lawsuit. I believe he'd rather have a third interest in the show than to have a thousand dollars. Johnny, I hadn't thought about that. I believe myself that's all he wants. Well, if you take it to court and lose, well, then you won't be any worse off than you are now. And you stand a chance of winning it. Yeah. The only difference will be whatever lawyer fees amount to, and that won't be much. Well, that settles it then. I grannies we'll take it to court. Take it to the Supreme Court if we have to. Yeah, you, you might get to Hal DeLonte in there to defend you, too. Yeah. Yeah, now, he'd be a good one. He's the best criminal lawyer and baseball empire I ever seen. Yeah, he ought to know just how to handle this thing. He yes, should be all right. Yeah, I told Squire we'd let him know what we was going to do about it today, so I just well have to call him up now and tell him to go ahead and pop his whip. Yeah, we just well have to. Huh? Tell him to do what? Pop his whip, I said. Huh. Now, well, while you're talking to him, you just well tell him to go ahead and sue us too long. Sure. Yes, sir. Well, that's what I mean, tell him to go ahead and sue Oh, <laughs> is that what you call it, popping your whip? Well, yes, you can call it that. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad to find that out. He'd have come over here and said he's going to pop his whip. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what he's talking about. I just thought he was going to horse whip Wait, wait a minute. There's some grand up out there. Better not be talking too much around him. He'll blab it all over town. Well, uh, Lum, I expect I better be getting back over the store. Uh, Dick, wait a minute. I wonder if I couldn't get you to go into the county seat with me this afternoon. Get this fella at to handle his case for us. Well, I don't know, Lum. 
Yes, I could. Hey, you could help explain it to him, you know, and we could go in your car, too, I suppose. <laughs> well, it's nearly 3 o'clock now. If we're going, we'll better get started. I'll have to go by the store and tell the wife where I'm going, too. Well, I, I'm ready right now. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> I'll uh, telephone up Elizabeth and tell her that I won't be home for supper, not to lay no plate for her. Well, here, wait a minute, Abner. Both of us can't leave. Huh? Why, somebody's got to stay here and run the store. And you uh, have to stay here and get the picture show started tonight, too. Well, I could be late before we get back. Well, I reckon you fellas can handle it all right, out there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wait a minute, here's Granddad. Better not call Squire while he's here. Well, we can just stop by his place and tell him. Oh, sure. Yeah, come in, Grandpap. Come in. Hello, Grandpap. Howdy, Richard. Hello, Ron. Grandpap, I'll just take you on a game of checker. Ron and Dick's uh, fixing to go to the county seat. Uh, Be careful, Abner. Uh, well, uh, going in there. Sit here playing checkers now and forget to start the show on time. Oh, no, we'll take care of that now. Don't you worry about it. Well, I'll drop by there when we get back and see how you get along. You ready, Dick? Yeah, yeah, let's get started. I'll uh, see you tonight, then. Uh, uh, careful driving that car now. Don't rock it around something going in there. Dick's a good driver, but he just gets that thing going too fast to suit me. Yeah, yeah, I know he does. Yeah, I just shut my eyes when I get in there. Oh, me, he just hits the high places. Uh, what day rushing off to the county seat for, Abner? Well, uh, don't say nothing about it, Grandpa. Uh, it's a secret. But Squire Skinner is popping his whip at us for a thousand dollars. He's doing what? Popping his whip. Son, don't you know nothing? That means that he's a loss on us. That's just a new way of saying Oh, well, I, I know about him showing you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Dick's going in there to hire a lawyer to defense us. Well, I don't believe Squire stand a chance in the world ever getting a judgment again, you have now. I don't believe he is hurt in the first place. And if he was hurt, it weren't you fellas his fault, I know. Yeah, I know, but trouble is he's got that note that me and Lom wrote him, and I'm just afraid that that thing's going to ruin us. He put that up for evidence again. Uh-huh. What note's that at? Why, me and Lom wrote him a note when he was laid up in bed there after an accident to tell him it is all our fault, just to trying to cheer him up. Yeah. He had that note over here Friday and said he's going to read it in court. Well, I do know. If the case come up. And if he does, we're going to. Or we just the same as admitted right there that the whole thing was our fault. See, he was just trying to be nice to him. Now, you figure if it wasn't for that note, why, he couldn't collect nothing, huh? Well, that's what Lom says. He knows all about such as that. Well, he ought to get that note away from him some way or other. It's a shame for him to collect all that money off you when he weren't to blame about it and he weren't even hurt. No, well, he just fell down on a purpose, Grandpa. He had this whole thing figured out in his head before he ever come to the show that night. I wouldn't be surprised. Dick Hutterson says so. He's seen through the whole scheme. I said there ought to be some way of getting that note back. Well, I wouldn't hesitate a minute if I knowed how to go about getting it. Right's right. Yeah, of course it is. So... Well, whereabouts does he keep it at, Abner? Why, he carries it right on him. Keeps it in that big leather folder that he carries all them gold mining stocks and stuff like that he tries to sell in. Uh-huh. Let's see, uh, come to think about it, the uh, squire's got the name of being a terrible town sleeper, ain't he? Uh, wait a minute. I believe I know what you're driving at, Grandpa. A fella could sleep in his house over there late of the night. Yeah, I did. I did. Get that note, and he never would know a thing about it. Well, of course he could. 
One of us could stand and watch while the other one slipped in and got <laughs> I'd know it wouldn't old Lom be proud of me if I could get that note back. <laughs> now, Grandpa, now, we won't let on to him that, uh, nothing about it, see. And then in the morning, when I come down to the store here, well, I'll just walk right in and hand it to old Lom. Yeah. <laughs> won't he be surprised to me if I don't be his eyes above Squire won't have much of a case against the old fellows if Abner can get that note back. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a letter from a farm owner of Columbus, Ohio, that shows exceptionally well the satisfying and sustaining values of Horlick's tablets. Listen. I formerly operated a large farm and employed several men. The work was hard and the days long. Breakfast at 5 a.m. and dinner at noon. Now, most farmers know that between 10 a.m. and noon, the men get weak and can hardly drag until dinner. So in my effort to overcome this condition, I would give the men a lunch at 10 a.m. This plan wasn't so good as it consumed a lot of time and was quite expensive. At last, I hit upon Horlick's malted milk tablets. I carried some with me and would give the boys two or three each when they felt all in. I wish you could have seen how the work went on. Strong, happy fellows and on their toes until noon. All its tablets certainly are remarkable. A very interesting letter. You know, it's astonishing the number of uses there are for Horlick's tablets. Try some for your own particular needs, for golfing or motoring or for whatever else you have in mind. You can obtain the tablets from your dealer in both natural and chocolate flavors. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlick, who now bid you all good night and good